Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Sexy Real Estate Recruiting Podcast. I am Dr. Vince Spears, the ambassador of Flow. If it sounds like I still got allergies, it's because I just recorded the other podcast five seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> and he still has allergies. <laughs> yeah, the allergies are still here, so I apologize. Guys. Um, I'm, I'm here with the big guy himself, Matt Vi. Matt, you know, sometimes I can't tell if I'm just stressed right, or if I just can't stand you. <laughs> Could be a little bit of both, Ben. <laughs> and and if it's the latter, just join the club. <laughs> There's actually a fan. We actually have a separate group on the on the, on the yeah. website where it's like if you really don't like Matt, join yeah, this group. The haters ball. <laughs> the haters ball. That's right. <laughs> well, that's you were almost there. We were so close to today's topic. Oh yeah, I knew I knew it was something like that. Yeah, I knew it was something I'm close to, to that. Bring it back around. Right. What are we talking about? So how to tell if you really hate recruiting? Or if you're just stressed out. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's a, that's, a, that's a great topic. And man, it's, you know, it so is close. weird how so close that was. Right, I that had just no slipped idea out, that that right? was coming. <laughs> it just slipped out. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, guys. You know the routine. Wherever you're watching or listening to this, make sure that follow that subscribe button. There's no better time in the present than to go to prospectboomerang.com while you're listening. Um, and click that little green button at the top and sign up for a free account. As soon as you do that, over on the left-hand side, all these magical things are going to open up. And it's going to ask, you know, you want to join our groups and, um, you know, see some of our, our recruiting downloads and, and, and really just join the, join the news feed and the, and the conversation that everyone's having um, on the website about recruiting. That being said, Matt, take us, take us right into this, right? Do, do they hate it? Are they stressed? You know, what, what are we talking about? Yeah. So, uh, so I think that there's probably some people out there that really hate what they think recruiting is. Yeah. I can right? see that. What they hate what they've learned it to be. Yeah. They hate that that uh, it's something that's such an integral part of the business, right? They hate that they there's a lot of things that they hate about it. I don't think that they hate recruiting. I, I have a hard time believing somebody that got into real estate that is entrepreneurial minded, because you have to be to get into real estate. One hundred percent. And you you have to like You have to to stay in real estate. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's true. So so uh, but you've got but you you're in a situation where you're dealing with people all day long, right? Mm-hmm. And you know that going into it, right? People yeah. don't get into real estate and go, okay, you know, I'm going to go hide in the dungeon and hopefully I'll do a ton of real estate. That's not the way, that's not the way that that works. Yep. So those things lead me to believe that people don't really hate recruiting. They hate what recruiting either one has turned into in their head, which is dangerous, or two, they're stressed about a lot of things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I can see that. So, so let me prove that point just a little bit. So, if you if you go talk to somebody that their sole job is recruiting, that's all they're responsible for doing, nothing else. First, it takes a specific person to agree that that's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. But they don't. But they don't hate it. They come in, they treat it like a job, they do what they're supposed to, and then they and then they go home. Right. Right. They're not stressed about all those other things. Yeah. When people start getting stretched, stressed is when those things start compounding, right? Yeah. When I've got to do my own sales, I've got listings, I've got my seller calling me, but I still have to call Betty Sue back yeah. because she's somebody that I met with two days ago and she might be interested yeah, do in her. Or die. That's exactly right. And so when all those things begin to compound, that's where I think the issue comes in of, of why people start to hate recruiting. And then the other thing is, you know, it's difficult to hire somebody train them, deal with them, get them up and running and everything. And then them just walk in and go, Hey, I'm going to go down the street to, to, you know, to work for somebody else to get what I do not leverage that you have here. Yeah. 
right? And so you're like, well, somebody recruited that person, and I recruited him, and so I must hate recruiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, and so they're not looking at it like it's talent acquisition. They're not looking at it like it's finding the right person to be in the right company. They're looking at it like it's an activity that they have to do, that they're being forced to do in order to bring somebody in the front door. So a little bit of mind shift has to has yeah. to happen there. You got to get a little bit different mindset. So that's what we're going to touch on today a little bit is is digging into yeah, those and things. it's really easy, you know, when you, when you look at it that way, uh, <clears throat> to kind of make everything black and white, also, right, and 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 kind of correlate it to that that win loss column, right? Yep. It's like if I get, if I get higher, it's it's a win. If if they <clears throat> if they don't like me, it's a loss. Right. If I if somebody walks in today and they say, hey, I'm going to go down to you know, ABC Realty or whatever, or XYZ, there's probably like all this. Let's say that there's a, a D, DR something Realty. I'm trying to say one that doesn't really exist. Oh, I got you. <laughs> I got, I got it's you. It's like a DRX Realty. <laughs> right. There's probably one, <laughs> of, probably those. one of those. Things. So um, it's really easy to say, well, I, I lost today. Right. 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 That was a, that was a that was a big win or a big yep. loss, and 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 you ride that 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 emotional roller coaster that says I'm. I'm good at recruiting. No, I'm I'm horrible at recruiting. Yeah. And so that's such a good way of measuring it. I think if, if somebody's really trying to figure out if they hate recruiting or not, here's a great way of looking at it, speaking of the big win and the big loss. When you have a really big win, how do you feel? Yep. And when you have a really big loss, how do you feel? Yep. Which one weighs which which one outweighs the other one? Yeah. Right? So that's if a good you, question. Yeah. yeah. So if you, if you, let's, let's just, let's just assume that a $10 million producer is, is a big deal in every market. Okay. So, so if you have a, if one of your $10 million people walks in and they say, you know what, I'm leaving. Okay. Is that a bigger deal to you than, uh, than, uh, t- than you hiring a $10 million person, somebody that you've been in contact with calling up and saying, you know what, you know what, Matt, now's the time I'm, I'm really ready to do this. Are you higher on that or are you lower on the, on the loss? Okay. So there's several things that factor into that, which we have to keep in mind, right? How long has that person been with you and all that? How engaged are they in the tools and systems? Why are they leaving? All that kind of stuff, all that, all that matters, right? But if you're going to count all of those things in the, in the person that's leaving, then it's only fair that you count those same type of variables in the person that's coming on board. Here's, here's what I mean by that. If you have a relationship with the person that's leaving, of course that hurts. Of course that stings, right? Right. That's a painful loss. But if you're recruiting someone, shouldn't you have developed a relationship with them? Shouldn't you be equally excited that you were bringing them on and that you were excited about them because, you know, they're, they're in an area and a part of the market that you don't have a whole lot of market share in, or they're, they've got a sphere of influence that loves them and is going to follow them anywhere, or they've got property management that they need you to handle. And that's going to make a big difference to your company financially from a, from a bottom line standpoint. There's all of these different reasons. And if you get to know both of those people, and if the person leaving is truly not a good fit and the person coming on is truly a good fit because in both cases you've done what you're supposed to, then wouldn't you be more excited about the person coming on board? Yeah, absolutely. Than, than and, the person leaving? Yeah. And, 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 and one thing, you know, I would, I would ask too is whenever someone, you know, signs and they join, they join your brokerage today, let's say, are, are you saying things or at least thinking in the back of your mind, like, you know, I, I can't wait to really get to know you and your business. Right. Whereas you should you should be doing that way ahead of of, them, of them signing. Right. Um, 
you know, because it's it's not the the relationship doesn't start once the you know the, the paper the ink is the, right. the ink is the ink is wet. Right. Because <laughs> what what ends up happening is people come on board and then they make that shift and they leave somewhere else. And you're looking at you know I guess I guess this is the best way to say this. If you're if you're if you're more excited about the 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 win than the loss, is it because of the production or the person associated with it? Yeah. Because if you're if 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 you're losing, someone's leaving that you're really connected with, and you're really surprised that they're leaving. Why is that happening? Yeah. Take a close look at, at why. How how did you think you were close, but you weren't? Yeah. Yeah, right. That, yeah, that, that's a really good point. Yeah. So so take a so take a take a real close look at all of that and see if you're more excited about the big win or if you're more upset by the by the big loss, right? And then yep. that's going to give you a different perspective on how to deal big picture with uh, with how you feel about recruiting. Yeah, exactly. And and that brings us into our next point because you know if if you guys are out there listening and, and you're trying to think of that and and it's causing you a little bit of stress just just thinking just thinking about it, right? Um, you know, are you are you the type of the per, are you the type of person that is is stressing over everything? Yeah. Or you know, do you only stress over? Is everything else easy? Right. It's like I only stress when I'm recruiting. Right. Or are you just like a worry wart and you stress yeah. over everything? Right. And and are you lying to yourself about that? Yes. Right. I mean, I, that that's a key point. Right. So, what else is going on that is detracting for your ability to enjoy recruiting? What else is yeah. happening that that is that you're that you're struggling with? Right. Yep. And uh, and so that means take a serious look at, uh, you know, or is everything else in your business systemized the way that it needs to be systemized? Is everything flowing the way that it needs to be flowing? Is everything yeah. hitting on all the cylinders it needs to be hitting on? Because if not, what you're going to end up with is you're going to end up with a feeling of I don't like recruiting, but it's really because my accounting software isn't working the way it's supposed to. Yeah. I don't like recruiting because uh, because the office needs to you know I, I need to deal with the curb appeal in the office and people are coming in and agents are you know giving my front my front uh, desk staff a hard time and because my website isn't you know delivering leads the way it's supposed to so I really hate recruiting. Yeah, yeah, it's like <clears throat> there are people out there who just absolutely love running. Yep. But I promise you, they don't love running if both their shoes are untied. Right. right? That's right. And that, and that's a that's a great way of looking at it is. Yep. You know, are are your shoes tied in yep. all of your systems, and and <clears throat> is it is it making it easy for you to get in and actually do what you need to do, yep. or is the actual process of of getting started um, so difficult that by the time you you have a conversation with someone, you're like, not, right. you're you're fifty percent of the person that you need to be. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah, and you're not focused. Not not engaged, yep. right? All of those things. You're you're distracted. So you're like, yeah, I don't like recruiting because I don't like feeling like I'm not prepared. Yeah, you're exactly yeah. right. Yeah, you you have no balance. Right, exactly. Yeah, and that and that brings us right right, right into the next the next part, um, which is you know, are you balanced in your life? Right. Yeah. If uh, if if the time that you should be spending with your family is being spent on recruiting, you're going to hate recruiting. Yeah. If the time that you should be spending on your golf swing, you're doing recruiting instead. You're going to hate recruiting. If, it, if the time you're supposed to be fishing <laughs> is spent on recruiting, you're going to hate recruiting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Right. right. So, so how balanced are you in your, in your life and what you're doing and what you're spending your time on? So, if you're able to, uh, if you're able to to keep things at home at home the way they're supposed to, and able to keep things at work at work the way that they're supposed to, 
and you can balance those two things, you're going to be able to spend a certain amount of time, again, within a schedule, within a plan, on the things that should be happening from a recruiting standpoint. What you've done is, you know, you know, recently I've tried very hard to quit saying priorities, okay? Yeah. People are going to catch me on the podcast all the time because it's it, it was such a big part of my vocabulary. I'm trying to eliminate saying priorities and trying to say priority instead, right? You and I have talked about this. Yep. The word priority was around for 700 years. Yeah. It wasn't until the last century that it became plural. Yeah, that's true. Right? So priority is what it should be. Is recruiting a priority to you? Yeah. If not, do you want to hire someone that it's a priority to? If not, do you want to bring someone else in that it can be their priority? It can be top of the list for them. So that way you can have balance in the things that you want to. Yeah. You can have balance in your work. You can have balance in, in your home life. You can have balance in all these things. So you're not so you're not being a hater to something that doesn't deserve your hate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Makes it makes it tough when you got two kids to have only one priority. <laughs> it does, <laughs> unless it's family. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> awesome. So, um, so, all right. So, so, so you got that balance, I, and I like that. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try that as well. Yeah. Right. And you know, I've, never, I've never heard that. You never shared that with me. So oh, sorry. That, that's pretty cool. So yeah. I, I like that. But, you know, uh, stemming from that, right? If if recruiting was your only priority, right? Singular, right? Would you would you still feel the same about it? Yeah, that's such a that's such a great way of looking at this. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you could throw everything else away. You don't have to worry about your accounting and your and your company. You don't have to worry about the agent training. You don't even have to worry about onboarding somebody. You don't have to worry about any of that. If all you had to do was come in and make the connections with people and talk to them and 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 do the things that you needed to do to deliver your value to them so they felt comfortable as far as you being an option for them to hang their license, if that was all you had to do, would you still hate recruiting? A lot of people out there might be thinking to themselves, as they're listening to this, yes, I would still absolutely hate it. I don't think you know that until you actually, until you could actually uh, compartmentalize that that way. Yeah. If that was all you had to do and everything else that you did was guaranteed to be successful, if all you had to do was come in and make those connections, would it really be that difficult to be a good recruiter? I think the answer is probably no. Yeah, and if and if you weren't, you'd be you get you get good right quick. That's right. Absolutely. Or you'd hire somebody that was, yeah, right? And then, exactly and then right. you would shift your priority to something else. Absolutely. Yeah, and I like that. And so, you know, talking about, you know, if that was the only thing that, that you had to do, um, that, that kind of brings up the question of, you know, do, do people out there, do they have a team that, that's really helping them? Mm-hmm. Yep. Or, you know, a supporting staff, basically, instead of just a staff? Right. And, and you know, how, how, how can that impact, you know, what we're talking about? Hey guys, this podcast is powered by Prospect Boomerang. We all know broker owners struggle with profitability. Prospect Boomerang compounds your profits by recruiting the best agents to your brokerage. For consistent growth, visit prospectboomerang.com. Yeah, and, and so that means does your company have a culture of growth, right? Yeah. That's what that ultimately boils down to. Are you... Uh, is is it truly a, a team atmosphere that believes in in, in the office getting uh, more productive and having more of the right agents and having more uh, you know listings and everything else that are associated with why you recruit? Is everyone focused on that or is it just you? Because yeah. if it's just you and nobody cares if anybody else is is recruited, guess what? It ain't gonna be long before you hate it because everybody else sees it as as a distraction. And so you're going to basically uh, be the person that's bringing all the new distraction into the office 
and and you're going to pick up that vibe from people, right? Oh, you're yeah. going to and, and if it's and if it's all on you and you hate it, you're not going to be successful at it, right? And then as soon as as soon as the company starts like feeling it because you're not successful right. at bringing on new agents, yep. Then if if you don't have a culture of growth, then that means all all eyes are on you. Everything's right. being all the fingers are being pointed at you because yep. it's like no, this is this is your job, right? Why can't right. you do your job? Yeah, why can't you just do your job? <laughs> You're too good for your job. Why don't you go home, ball? <laughs> <laughs> too good for your home. Um, and, and and that's what we always talk about, right? You know, you, you know, growth can't be your the manager's job. It has to be the, the, the company's culture. So. Everybody's got to be involved. Yep. So um, <clears throat> let's say you know they have one of those big wins. Everything's systematized. Everything's just being so successful everywhere. And they're only focusing on on recruiting, and it's just agent after agent after agent after agent is coming on and joining. Um, you know who, 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 who is it? Is is it them? Is it someone else? Who's handling that process? Yeah. So this is a this is a, this is a big one. And and the bottom line is nobody wants to feel like a liar, right? And here's what I mean by nobody wants to feel like a liar. You don't want to hire someone. And all the things that you promised about support and all the other stuff that was supposed to happen, you don't want to hire someone and bring them on board and then them not get what you promised when you were sitting there. Gotcha. You want to make sure that what you said was going to happen actually happens the way that it's supposed to. So a lot of people, the reason why they struggle with recruiting is because they know that all of the pressure of what was promised in the interview is going to have to be delivered by them whenever it comes to the, the onboarding and it comes to the training and it comes to all the other things that they're going to do, it's all going to have to be done by them. So now they're the person that's being by the company leveraged to recruit and also deliver on what they said was going to happen. If that's the case, that's why some managers don't like to recruit is because ultimately they want to keep their word. They want to not be a liar. And it's just difficult to recruit and uphold every promise that was made because maybe they don't have the support from the company the way that they need to. Yeah, that's that's a, that's such a good point. Um, you know, we've we've that, that's kind of a good a good little list there. Yeah, yeah, it is. So so you know, we talked about you know how do you how do you feel when you get the big win versus the big loss? Yep. Are you stressed about everything else? Do you hate your accounting system and that's why you hate recruiting? Right. <laughs> right. Is are you balanced in your life? Right. Is yep. is your is your one kid a priority and the other one's not because you've only got one priority, <laughs> right? Are you supposed to be fishing but you're recruiting instead, right? That's what that boils down to. If all you had to do was recruit, would you feel the same way about recruiting? And if so, is that because you're doing it all by yourself, or do you have a team that actually helps? Do you have a do you have an office where the where the culture is a culture of growth? And then ultimately, who's going to deliver on the promises that are made in the interview? That's the part that a lot of people stress about is I don't want to sit there and meet with a lot of people and talk to them and have a lot of conversations and make promises of things that I know are supposed to happen. But then me literally have to sign the paper with them, take that hat off and put it down and pick up another hat and put that one on and say, now let me deliver all of these things. And in the meantime, I still have to go find somebody else that's a good fit because I need to be to a certain amount of production with my office. <clears throat> it makes it difficult to wear all of those hats. Yeah, you're exactly right. And, and, and normally, guys, this is right where I would just go straight into the, to the close and start telling you to subscribe and all that kind of stuff. But that brings, <laughs> that brings a memory up um, of an episode of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> All right. Right. So it's it's like old Scooby Doo. Yeah. This is like new, this like three D stuff. Right. Was this pre Scrappy or post Scrappy? No, this is pre. Oh wow. So well. so uh, I'm pretty sure. But Dick Van Dyke. Oh yeah. He was the guest 
and he and he was running this like amusement park. Uh-huh. And they and they go up to the ticket and they're like, "Well, there's like nobody here. There's no cars here. There's no people. Uh, let's you know, if we're we're the gang. We're the weird people. Let's go right. on to the, the the amusement park anyway." Right. Uh, they go up to the ticket counter. Dick Van Dyke like pops up. You know, he's got like a mustache on or something right. like that. And he's like, "Welcome to the greatest park." Blah 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 blah. Uh, here are your tickets. Here are your tickets. And they, and they walk in and they go like, oh, I'm going to go over here and play this game, you know, throwing darts and balloons or whatever. <laughs> and Dick Van Dyke pops up. up and he's doing this. And every ride that they go to and every experience um, that they have with, within the, the amusement park is Dick Van Dyke with a different, <laughs> with a different, you know, facial feature or hat or something like that until eventually he says, you know, it's haunted. Right. Everybody left. I'm trying to. I'm trying to keep the doors open. Right. And I'm doing everything. Right. And that's exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what, what that last thing just brought to mind. I had to share. It. So guys, that is absolutely spot on and a perfect example. <laughs> so basically, guys, are you Dick Van Dyke running an amusement park, or are you actually a brokerpreneur? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. All right, guys. Well, um, always prioritize fishing. Over everything else. (laughs) And as you're doing that, make sure you listen to the podcast. And if you're listening to it on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, any of those platforms, um, you know, make make sure that you hit that that follow button, that subscribe button. If you happen to be watching this on YouTube, uh, make sure you hit that red subscribe button, that bell right beside of it so you get notified every time um, that that we drop a new episode. And there's no better time, you know, to go and and sit and maybe – I don't know if it's still on there. We used to have a Scooby-Doo quiz. <laughs> we did. Yeah. Um, on our website, but go check if, it out. If you want to figure out which part of Mystery Inc. you are, yeah, let us know, yeah. and we'll send you the Scooby-Doo quiz, and you'll figure out which one of the... It was when the new Scooby-Doo was coming out, so whenever we put it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll send that quiz. You, you can figure out who you are as a recruiter who's, who's part of Mystery Inc. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that all of you are... Ruby Roo! <laughs> Scooby Doo's, because you're just awesome. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and guys, you know, we, 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 we watch Scooby Doo and we just keep all these memories in our heads, you know, for 20, 20, 30 years. For 40. one reason, one reason alone. 40 years. 40 over here. Yeah. Well, Easily. Yeah, it's probably 40 years. Yeah. But, you know, I would be negative one years old. So. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, why do we do that, Matt? Because we want to be part of their win. <laughs>